0: This week from GNC Week in Review, powered by Geek News Central. Netflix tells Apple, thanks but no thanks. UFC comes to ESPN+. What's the difference between HBO Now versus HBO Go? Also, another Alex Jones ban, plus Devin Nunes sues Twitter. Those are some of the tech news stories from this week. And it's Friday, March 22nd, 2019. My name is Kirk Corliss, and it's episode 17 of the GNC Week in Review podcast, a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode, and please be sure to subscribe to the podcast where you can find a right-hand side column at gncweekly.com, be it Apple Podcasts, your favorite podcast app, or on TuneIn, Spotify, and Stitcher. Get connected with GNCWIR on Twitter or on Facebook at GNC Weekly. I love to hear comments, thoughts, suggestions, wanna say hi at gncweekly at gmail.com. We're gonna jump in with the tech news from this week and from geeknewscentral.com this week. And there's a lot of news in the video streaming news block. First up, Netflix CEO Reed Hastings confirmed that his company won't be playing a role in Apple's upcoming video streaming service. He said on Monday, "quote We want to have people watch our content on our service. We've chosen not to integrate into their service." Apple is expected to reveal its offering at an event next Monday. And Apple is trying to supplement its original shows by finalizing deals with networks like HBO, Showtime and Stars to license a library of already released content. Hastings points out that Netflix has already been competing with Amazon, so it's used to rivals with Deep Pockets. He also says, quote, you do your best best job when you have great competitors, but acknowledge that sourcing original content is getting more expensive. He also conceded that it could be a while before Netflix enters the Chinese market after an attempt to get in by partnering with a local company failed. He said, quote, we will be blocked in China for a long time. Apple didn't respond to requests for comment. YouTube has terminated an account that it was seemingly operating as a secondary channel for Alex Jones and Infowars after its first one was banned last August. A statement from YouTube confirmed that the channel Resistance News was banned for aiding in Jones's banned invasion. The channel carried re-uploaded live streams from Jones's deleted Infowars channel and included new conspiracy theory. Fear- theory the theory videos as well youtube will remove channels that are dedicated to live streaming infowars content or uploading videos of full Infowars war info wars live streams without additional context or commentary a YouTube spurs, YouTube spokesperson said, quote, When users violate these policies repeatedly, like our policies against hate speech and harassment or our terms pro- prohibiting circumvention of our enforcement measures, we terminate their accounts. The existence of Resistance News was first reported by Media Matters on Wednesday. The channel was created in 2015 and has massed just over 64,000 subscribers. Like Infowars, many of the videos focus on conspiracy theories surrounding politics and major events. Two videos in particular refer to the recent mass shooting in New Zealand in which 50 people were killed as, quote, false flag attacks. Over on CNET.com, there's everything you know about Amazon Prime video channels. Um, There's... uh, Amazon Prime Video, and uh, you can add um, HBO, Showtime, CBS, CBS All Access, um, and all the have all the have a link in the show notes on the various um, Prime channels, the prices um, of various networks and channels that you can uh, check out. If you are a fan of the Ultimate Fighting. Uh, if you're a fan of the Ultimate Fighting Championship or UFC, there is some good news. Uh, ESPN announced that UFC pay-per-view fights will be available exclusively to U.S. audiences through ESPN+. The agreement will go into effect starting April 13th for UFC 236, featuring a rematch between lightweight, Lightweights Max Holloway and Dustin Poirier. P- Poyer, P- I-R-E-I-E-R, and will run through 2025. Under the new deal, ESPN Plus will have exclusive rights to the UFC's biggest matches, and will broadcast at least 12 live events per year for each of the next seven years. ESPN Plus subscribers who purchase the pay-per-views will also, will get all fights and events card, so you will still have to pay the $59.99 on top of the uh, ESPN Plus subscription for the pay-per-view events. ESPN will continue to will continue to broadcast preliminary fights while UFC fight pass subscribers will have access to the early preliminary bouts. Bars and other establishments that host watch parties for UFC pay-per-view events will still be able to purchase access to the fights from UFC. ESPN is offering new subscription offers to attract UFC fans. The company is offering one year of ESPN Plus and one UFC pay-per-view event for $80. Existing ESPN Plus subscribers will have to shout $60 for each UFC pay-per-view event. The first event exclusive to ESPN Plus, UFC 236, will go on sale April 8th. Also on um, cnow.com, there's a link in the show notes on the difference between um, HBO Now versus HBO Go. Um, I have um, HBO Go, um, where HBO Go is um, when you go into the app or on the, uh, excuse me, more like more often than not, there's an app on your phone or on through the your provider, um, through the uh, proverbial set-top box, um, and you'll need to log in with your username and password that's provided by your um, cable uh, or satellite service. And... Uh, it, Versus HBO Now, it's a standalone um, service, it's an app, or you can go on to the um, hbonow.com's website, and uh, so basically everything, there's a difference, the only difference is it's free with a provider, it's $15 um, with HBO Now, and I have a link up in the show notes that you can um, check out the difference between the two and the channels, um, the the uh, excuse me, the, the options that are available, excuse me. Wrapping up this block of uh, the tech new the video streaming news over on lifehacker.com uh, What's coming and going from Netflix in April? Uh, there's a bunch of various movies and titles and TV series uh, There's from going from like for example, uh, all president's men um, 40 versus Jason uh, That's uh, that's in all- April 1st uh, moving down a little bit further in the month Um no Good Nick, the TV series, um, Frodo Down, um, there's, uh, there's the various here. I'm not going to halt the, the whole list, but there's also some that are leaving um, in April, uh, April 1st, uh, American Pie, Bill and Madison, Die Another Day. So I'll have a link up in the show notes on what's coming to Netflix in April and what's leaving in April. From TheVerge.com, there's an interview where a reporter spoke to to a senator uh, from Missouri, Josh Hawley, and in an interview, he talks about Congress's investigations into Facebook and its uh, teen data collections, changes in the um, Commun- Communication Decency Act, and more. And I will link up in the show notes that you can check out. It's a great read, so I encourage everyone to read all about it. Facebook says a total of 4,000 people viewed the New Zealand mosque shooters live stream before it was taken down. Less than 200 people were watching during the assailant's live broadcast, according to, social, according to the social network, none of who reported it. Facebook says the first user report came in 29 minutes after a 17-minute live video started, which was 12 minutes after the live stream ended. The stats form part of Facebook's latest update, detailing its ongoing response to the sharing of New Zealand New Zealand shooting posts, they revealed the small-scale reach of the original broadcast, but, as we know, that doesn't automatically stop it from being widely circulated around the internet. In the wake of the live stream, the version of the video surf was on YouTube every second over the weekend. It was also shared to Reddit forums, forums such as R slash watch people die and r slash gore, both of which have been since been banned. And Facebook itself scrambled to pull 1.5 million videos of the incident in the first 24 hours. Meanwhile, New Zealand New Zealand ISPs, including Vodafone, Spark, and Vocus, were forced to block access at the DNS at the DNS level to websites that didn't respond to takedown requests. Together they cut off controversial message boards such as 4chan and 8chan, HM, where the shooter was a member of. And according to Facebook, he shared a link to the copy of the video hosted on a file-sharing site. Republican Congressman Devin Nunes of California has said that tweets from the parody counts at Devin Nunes' mom and at Devin Cal violated the platform's terms of service. Their tweets accuse him of federal crimes and describe him engaging in sexual activities with U.S. President Donald Trump. He is suing for $250 million. He wrote in a 40-page complaint, quote, Twitter knew the defamation was and is happening. Twitter let it happen because Twitter had and has a political agenda. He said he has suffered, quote, substantial insult. Substantial insult, humiliation, embarrassment, pain, mental suffering, pain, mental suffering, and damage to his reputation from the Twitter insults. He is now claiming that Twitter, quote, selectively amplified tweets that attempted to distract him from that investigation. Mr. Nunez says that the accounts at Liz Mayer, at Devin Nunez's mom, and at Devin Cal led a coordinated, coordinated, coordinated smear campaign against him, although fringe accounts such as for, at fire, De, at fire, Devin Nunes and at Devin Grapes also dished up, also dished up, also dished up insults. Tweets from the accounts have accused him of crimes such as obstructing just, justice and perjury. Some posts have have referred to have referred to him as quote dirty Devin and described him of described him engaging in sexual activities with President Trump. Mr. Nunes has said that these allegations are false. According to Mr. Nunez, Twitter suspended the Devin at Devin Nunez's mom account in 2019 before the complaint. The the Devin account is still active. And as of this recording, this episode on Friday, March 22nd, I'm going to look right now on Twitter. Check right now uh, at Devin Cal. Devin Cal. Check right now how many Twitter follows he has. It has, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Okay, at uh, this recording uh, right now at 747 uh, 747 p.m. Eastern time, uh, there is 622,000 followers. Uh, Mr. Nunez's, uh, Mr. Nunez says that Twitter, quote, shadow banned his account using algor- algorithms to make certain posts in- invisible to other users. Mr. Nunez does not describe how Twitter shadow banned his account in a complaint he filed. Most of, the complaint insisted, most of the complaint instead focused on the three accounts that he claims per- posted definite defamatory content and Twitter's failure to enforce its Twitter rules in terms of service. He also says, quote, Twitter by its actions intended, Twitter by its actions intended to generate and proliferate the false and defamatory statements, unquote. And something tells me that he's not going to win this suit. Over on AndroidCentral.com, the best Android phones under $300. Um, there is the um, the bust overall. It will be the Moto G7 uh, mid range, the South, the Samsung Galaxy A7, the um, for Android One or under Android One. Excuse me, Nokia 6.1 for the modern chic. There's the Huawei P20 Lite. Uh, so there's a uh, for. Um, uh, the affordable option there is the honor 7x and for tight budgets um moto e5 so i have a link up in the show notes on the um the pricing the uh the specs etc all in the show notes remember movie pass and its struggle with with its customers well movie pass is shaking up its pricing model pricing model once again and it is reintroducing its unlimited plan techcrunch notes that movie cat notes that Movie Pass Uncapped, as the plan is now called, offers you an unlimited number of movie screenings each month with prices starting at $9.95, the service exclusively available in the U.S. Unlike the plans that have been placed since last August, which imposed a hard limit of three movie showings a month, Movie Pass on lets you see an unlimited number of films. However, there are some caveats. The service terms say that Movie Pass may limit your film selection based on location, times, movie titles, and even your own historical usage. When you want to see a movie using the quote-unquote unlimited service, you'll have to reserve a seat less than three hours before the film is due to start, and you'll then check in once you arrive at the cinema, at which point your card is activated and you have up to 30 minutes to purchase a ticket. If, over the course of a month, you fail to check in for more than one movie after having booked it, then MoviePass says it may suspend your account. Also, MoviePass reserves its right to cancel your subscription if you repeatedly don't watch a film in its quote-unquote entirety after using the service to buy a ticket. Well, that's pretty harsh, don't you think? So we'll see if this new plan is is a hit or a miss. In the how to block, uh, how to block today on this week's episode. Um, first up, over on uh, CNET.com. And now this is springtime, so there's some apps to help you prepare for spring cleaning. Um, there is um, Fly Lady. Uh, there is a spring cleaning checklist. Um, Fly Lady is on iOS the spring cleaning checklist is on um, android um, there's our home it's for ios or android declutter that's on ios or android um, snups that's on also on i download ios or on android so you can check out these apps i'll have a link up in the show notes also in the uh, show notes on how to get more space, um, how to get more space in your Google Drive, this is from theverge.com. i and give you some great tips on how to, to do that. Also on makeuseup.com, make there is a link up in the show notes on how you can master the uh, mobile, excuse me, master the uh, mobile Gmail. It'll give you great tips on how to do that. Uh, And also on makinguseup.com, the four best budget apps. Uh, There is um, You Need a Budget. There is, and this is on, um, that's on Android and iOS. Mint. Now, if I had Mint, I recommend Mint. I love it. It helps me a lot. It helped me greatly on managing my money. Um, That's for uh, Android and iOS. Good budget. That's on Android and iOS, and um, every dollar. That's also on Android and iOS. So that's a link up in the show notes on the um, the best budget apps. Again, I recommend um, uh, recommend um, Mint. Uh, also on MakeUser.com, Com, uh, how to transfer files from a PC to an iPad or vice versa. Uh, give you um, detailed um, tips on how to do that. And actually, excuse me the uh how to transfer the files with a app called um uh called file app so i'll have a link up in the show notes and to bring the How to Tech Block to a close. As you know, GNC mentioned a moment ago earlier, GNCWIR is on Spotify. So you have Spotify and you are subscribed to this podcast. Thank you for subscribing and tuning in. If you're not on um, Spotify, if you're not subscribed, please make sure to uh, do that. Now, while you're doing that over on MakeUser.com, you can also check out the best podcast on Spotify. Um, now, the writer, um, it's his, the writer, Dan Price, um, on MakeUser.com, these are his picks. Um, so your mileage may vary on your best um, podcast on Spotify, but there's uh, there's a list here. Um, showstopper, the Joe Budden podcast with Rain Mile. Um, dissect. Um, There's a few here. There is um, 10 he's chosen on his list, so you can check it up. I'll have the link up in the show notes on that. Trending this week on GNCWIR, it is a burning theme as when it's March in the U.S. And every year in March, there is college basketball, or better known as March Madness. So we're on Google Trends at number one, Virginia basketball. Trending number two on Twitter in the U.S., Virginia basketball. And lastly, trending at number ten with over with over two hundred thousand views, there's a clip about about runs about ten minutes and one second. Um, Murray State versus Marquette in the first round tournament. And finally, if you live in New York City, Optimus Ride, a Boston-based self-driving startup, announced plans to deploy an autonomous shuttle service in New York City in the second quarter of 2019. Optimus Rides' autonomous shuttles were run in closed loops on private roads within the Brooklyn Navy Yard, a private 300-acre World War ii airy factory that's in the midst of a high-tech reinvention. The shuttle service will be available to around 8,500 people who work at the Navy Yard's various heavy and light manufacturing businesses, as well as future passengers of New York City's East River East River Ferry Service, which is planning on opening a new dock at the Navy Yard in 2019. And that is the tech news for this week, Friday, for the, for Friday, excuse me, if I can get the words out, sorry, it's uh, getting tongue tied and it's a uh, short episode somewhat, I think. (laughs) Um, That is the tech news of the week for Friday, March 22nd, 2019. Got it. Got it out, and I just knocked my microphone. Sorry. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. Please get connected with with us at GNCWIR. I love to hear from your, love to hear from everyone out there. Be it your thoughts, your comments, want to say hi on social platforms. We're at it's at GNC Weekly or GNC Weekly gncweekly at gmail.com. And if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, be it on, if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, either it's on a podcast, your favorite podcast app, or, like again, the podcast is on Spotify. You can subscribe to the podcast there as well. That way you don't miss another episode of GNC Weekend Review Podcast. Till next time, I will talk to you all soon.